we're professional nevertheless. <laughs> Live from two different places. <laughs> yeah, right, per Black usual. People love Yo, So I I was so tickled right now because I found this prank on TikTok, right? Where the girl mm-hmm. texts her boyfriend this really specific shit about cars, like asking him really specific car questions, just to, like get his okay. reaction. So I did that to Garrick right now. Oh my God. And when I tell you this man walked away from his, his meeting that he was having from <laughs> to call me. I was I was oh my god! The petrol it was head. So funny. He, he literally said, <laughs> "He said, who the hell is this?'" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He said he had to make sure it wasn't a nigga playing on my phone. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm screaming. What were you asking me? Like, uh, so uh, four liter engine, you know. What type of, what's I said of? like stuff like that. I yeah. said, "What's a good one?" I said, "Do you have a dual clutch transmission or a single?" <laughs> I said, "What are your thoughts on Brembo brakes?" <laughs> he said, "What the fuck?" I said, "Can you lock and unlock your differential?" <laughs> That's when I got the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> at the differential oh my god oh yeah, that was good he was like that was like, a good time oh that was worth it who uh, she said who has to call his phone stop playing on her phone oh my god that was so funny anyways woo, okay Welcome to season two of Black People Love Paramore podcast, where we chat about the seemingly random things that large groups of black people go up for. I am your co-host, Sequoia. And I'm Jordan. Welcome. (laughs) And today we're we're chatting about muscle cars. But first, in my defense, we're back to the usual good old in my defense, okay? (laughs) I have mine this week, Jordan. Do you have one? Do you want to start or you want me to start? I want you to start. Okay. Okay. My in my defense this week is mm. none other than the iconoclast herself, um Miley Cyrus. Now, uh, I won't be I won't be defending Miley as a whole, okay? I won't be defending Miley just in general. Just but have you ever heard the song Twenty Three by Miley Cyrus? I think so. Is that from the seminal record Bangers that she put out with that Mike Will? Yes, it produce? is from the seminal record Bangers. Period. Oh yes, it is. Okay. Absolutely is. Okay. Now, let me tell you something. If you're going to exploit a culture in order to put distance between yourself and your Disney Channel image and then shit on said culture, this is how you do it. If you're going to engage in a little bit of cultural appropriation, Make sure Mike Will made it at a baseline. At the very least, make sure that Mike Will made it. At the very least, make sure that Mike Will made it. No, you're good. It was doing too much. We, he was, he was doing too much. We're in the middle of a, a, apparently another storm is coming to New York. You know, living in New York, we, we, we're in the heart of all the, all the, um, 
elements. You know, it's becoming real rough out here. Um, That's crazy. And in these dark times, <laughs> you need good art like, say, 23 by Miley Cyrus to tide you over. You know what I mean? Like I said, if you are going to engage in a little appropriation, just make sure Michael made it because, you know, give me something to latch on to. I can't do nothing with sprinkling something in that music, bro. I go, I'll have you. It was, it was good. He was sprinkling a little. Is that 2013? Was it that long ago? 2013. If you Damn. If, if you're walking around pretending you weren't listening to bangers at least a little bit, sneaking a little bite of bangers at least, you know, every once in a while in 2013, you're lying to yourself. You're lying to. It sounds like yourself. you're lying to yourself. It sounds like you're lying to all of us and to yourself. And that's not personally how I move. Mm-hmm. But if that's how you move, then I, I guess you know yeah. I would never lie to myself. I remember when I turned 24, and I was so sad that I could no longer sing 23 with the same fervor. <laughs> That was disappointing. That was a hard time for wow, me. I know everything. They really, really age out of stuff, you know, like that. I'm coming. I hate that. Yeah. And now I'm 27, and Drake has this lyric: "I'm only 27. And I'm only getting better." I'm like, okay, but when I turn 28, what I'm supposed to do then? Like, what song is about 28? You know, Who has somebody, 28? Yeah, who's gonna write it? Who's gonna be brave enough to write that song about being 28? Me. I've been saying. Let me let me get my bars off. So right. I'll probably, you know what I mean. I'll probably this do is that. Turning actually. In, this is turning into the thing. This is turning into you know a thing where it's like. Hmm? Uh, this is like, you know, you're, you're Dr. Dre saying you're going to drop that one album, that he, The Chronic or whatever. No, he dropped The Chronic. Like, oh, yeah. yeah detox. <laughs> He's, uh, what was it? Detox. detox. Yes. This is your detox. Yes. Um, first of all, don't ever compare me to that man. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> you know what I mean? I could wrap circles <laughs> wow. around the likes of a Dr. Dre. So there's that. Mm-hmm. And then no, yeah, y'all, y'all keep playing with me. It, you know what's you know the problem is nobody's letting me get on their beat. I'm I'm a rapper. I'm not a producer. So somebody has to g- give me the beat, okay. but nobody wants to give me that. Okay, well, let me. You know what I mean? You be playing the guitar and shit. You know what I mean? Like you all be playing right, the guitar right. shit. You be all right, g- listeners. Have it. Uh, let it be known that on this podcast we're we're we're, we're sealing it in blood. I will. At some point in the next five years, uh, produ- <laughs> <laughs> not in the next five years. <laughs> I will in the next somewhere in the next five years, um, produce a track for Sequoia, a hot beat for Sequoia to to get these bars wow. off on. Wow, you see, niggas never want to see you succeed. That's all it is. Mm. It's, it's it's giving crab in a bucket mentality. If you oh, ask, wow, me. not crab in a bucket. That's what it's giving. Okay. That's what it's we giving. Have to take it to you don't want that for me, and but I did Maryland, Maine. I took I took it to all those you places it, right now. Okay, I took it there. You left me little, very little I'm option. Sorry. But um, I feel like you understand how I could defend mm-hmm. Twenty Three by Miley Cyrus. I feel like it's tracking for you. Do you share similar sentiments about Twenty Three by One Miss Miley Cyrus? Yeah, this is this is Destiny Hope. This is one of the more I feel like. Uh, uncontroversial uh, uh, in my defenses. I, I I I honestly haven't listened to this song in a few years, so I I might need a little refresher. But um, but I mm-hmm. remember deeply enjoying this era of Miley Cyrus, um, which made <laughs> you know, which is embarrassing, uh, you know, but uh, which made the the fallout, the eventual. I mean, it was it was gross when it was happening. But we all, I think we all were kind of like turning a, a blind eye because you know the the, the, we the were. music was you know hitting that spot a little bit. But um, 
It made right. the follow-up for when she decided to recockazoid herself, you know, all the more kind of sad, you know, when she was like, she said, she it said, was nope, sad. put the white back on me. No. She said, I rebuke you know what? the right. black god. You know what? She said, give me that acoustic guitar. <laughs> Take this fucking black Take, face yeah, off me. Let me, hold on, let me go wash my face. She charcoal off her face. <laughs> the activated right. charcoal, she, she, literally. She was dripping. She said, give me my acoustic guitar, give me my Malibu, and get me out of here. Ugh. Um, right give me my fucking flowy hair like give me give me my things back yeah. because i'm tired yeah, she, i don't want to shake my ass right. no more she realized that she was like in a, she was in a different neighborhood and she was like you know what this is not that fun anymore you know like she was like i miss my old neighborhood yeah she said you know what this was cute for a yeah, while yeah i i miss malibu yeah, yeah I, I miss malibu and like the beach right, and, right, and all right, of that right. so i'm gonna leave compton mm-hmm. and i guess i'll go back um, and this is the thing with like white celebrities having to like especially ones who grew up in in fame and in in the hollywood sphere like she did um they have to they grow up in public and they often do it in such embarrassing and loud ways you know what i mean like i think that's so true i feel like there's like there are plenty of white people who probably went through this this it is 2021 there are plenty of white people who went through this phase of who are around her age i imagine she's in the late 20s early 30s um who went through this late 20s went through this thing of like discovering blackness and and their affinity for black culture and black stuff and then have and then like and wanting yep. to find a way to express that and then and then probably embarrassing themselves you know there's all these kids that we know on who are on facebook from the 2009 have photos of them in the fitted you know and like you know the, they're sagging and they're in i swear they're in god. santa barbara you know we like we we probably know those I people i swear to god so it's a but it, it but it feels like celebrities kids always have to do it in the loudest most public way um that's so true and uh and this was her moment and in we we are fortunate that one of the the byproducts of it was some music that you know we might sneak sneak on the playlist every now and then but uh you know what i mean i'm definitely putting 23 on on whatever playlist free game play mm-hmm. playlist that's a very mm-hmm. free game can we, song can you hit me definitely with the chorus real quick i can't remember what the hook sounds like I'm in the club, high off perp, with some shades on, <laughs> tied it up, mini skirt, with my J's on. That's it. Wow. Do you think they had? Do you think like Michael Jordan had to like clear that? Because it's because it's like a Ooh. reference to him, you know. Like he... it's definitely a reference. Do you think oh, they, do you think they played this for him? But Michael Jeffrey Jordan was like, yeah, that's okay. He like took the cigar out of his mouth. <laughs> Not MJ. He said, Why? He said. Uh, <sighs> He said, like, you know yeah. what? I'm smacked. I'm going to play some golf, but uh, that's okay. He said, he said, you know what? That right. shit gonna hit. Yeah, let her yeah, run with right. that. Let her have he said, that. He said, yeah, I'm yeah, drunk. yeah. She I'm can so do drunk that. You can see it in my eyes, but I'm going to Atlantic City, so I don't mind. Hey, you go. He he literally always <laughs> looks like. Why are his eyes like a, that? His eyes alcohol. look like. I think he he. His eyes give alcohol. He's for sure. in it. Um, but uh. Damn, that's a really good one. Twenty three, yeah. Miley Cyrus. We're gonna, yeah, I'm yeah. For like the retrospective essay on that era of Miley Cyrus. Well, who's gonna bring her to task? Well, the thing that happened with her too. I'm sorry, <laughs> did you really just, just like making me think about something? <laughs> I um, love this. She like also discovered her queerness around that time too, right? Now isn't she like now pansexual? Oh now? Yeah. Like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. bi pan, something like, like that. You know, mm-hmm. She really did a whole lot, and we were like, okay, Miley, because she was on. SNL like two years ago, you know. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Kate Casey, an unscripted TV expert. Three times a week, I interview the talent directors, producers, and hosts of television's most popular reality shows, docuseries, and documentaries. I get all the behind the scenes stories. I cover everything from The Bachelor Selling Sunset and Real Housewives to Tinder Swindler, The Last Dance, and Secrets of Playboy. Join me as I ask all the questions that you want asked. And best of all, I'm the most trusted source on what to watch every week. I will give you a guide on everything from true crime and sports to competition, calling from all streaming and cable networks. The best guests, the best shows and series, Reality Life with Kate Casey. She was on SNL a couple right. years ago, and she did she did reckon with a lot of her identity around that time. That's what it sounds yeah. like, which I feel like 23 is a pretty standard age to be reckoning with parts of your identity mm-hmm. and stuff. And your point about celebrity children like doing this shit really loudly and in public is a really good point because we all had embarrassing mm-hmm. teenage shit and like embarrassing like early 20s shit that we were like, what the fuck? I look at my time hop now. I don't know if you have time hop. It's like mm-hmm. an app that shows you everything you posted on the internet um, on that yeah. day from each previous year. So I'll look at shit that I said six years ago and I'm like, oh, bro, what, you know, and six years ago I was 21. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. that young, you know, but I'm like, girl, what right. the fuck were you I talking about? Being, being that, but being famous and having a microphone. And imagine being famous, like having a microphone, people actually having influence and like people were asking your little baby ass dumb shit. Right. You don't even know yourself. And if, but you think you do, and, and so that's it. And pretending like you know what you're talking about. Like, are they like every example of a public figure is like just talk like as if you you know you are the the authority on this thing. And they're like, I think people know. I think post cancel culture, people know better than to like you know pretend that they they ha- they know about shit they should they don't really know about because they 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 see that they're like some like PR yeah. consequences to that sort of thing. But I feel like this was. The consequences. This slightly, this. It slightly predates that, you know, in a way. It definitely predates that. And like, you could. Um, what was I gonna say? Nope. 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 Get it. <laughs> I lost. Oh yeah, saying I don't know is free. Right. You can just say I don't know. Just say you oh don't know. Just having this conversation about uh, uh, Fra- Francis Ocean, because he he was at the um the Met Gala, and he. Yeah, and he showed Met. up with that. that mm-hmm. he, he started his like you know luxury brand. I don't know if you saw this. He has a luxury brand now. Yes, and, I did. Uh, I was my I have one friend who's like into the classics, like into like Homer and you know like all that shit. And she was and uh and he he named his brand mm-hmm. Homer. And I was like, what is the significance? Of, mm-hmm. Because I was like he and in his description that he said like to various media outlets, he was like, I'm naming it Homer because it's about um I I wanted to do something that felt like writing history in stone and i was like chris correct me if i'm wrong but homer didn't write anything into stone right that was that was moses right <laughs> and she's the odyssey <laughs> right 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 i'm and, confused and she's like no that's like that makes no sense and i was like so he just like saying that because it, it felt like the vibe was homer sounds like the vibe of writing wow. into stone and i was just like wow literally like no no words mean anything and and i, and I say that all to be like Remember when Craig Ocean didn't say a word and we were like, this man is a genius. He is, you know, he is God sent. He like, you know, he is a visionary. He's thinking on three different wavelengths. And it's like, no, he's a smart guy who made good music and and has some taste. But ultimately, is just a guy who's kind of weird. And maybe maybe a little it's giving a little bit of himbo as well. Um, And uh, but we didn't. (laughs) 
not well, him. We didn't know that because he was functionally saying, I don't know. He functionally just was like, I'm not going to talk about these things that I don't that I want to talk about. And so we didn't have a chance to be like, wait, he's he's kind of silly. Essentially. Um, which is why I... Oh, he sound a little dumb right mm, there, right? You got to wear your himbo on your sleeve is, is what it, it comes down to. That's why I'm always out here. You know what I mean? Pot, you know, talking about my, my himbo and how proud I am of it, you know? So what? I like a little college football. I'm proud of you for being proud of your you himbo. Know? So what? I want to, you know, share a brew, a brew what with about the boys it? every now and then. Sue me. And what, and what about, about it? it? My boys well, like brew. Like me, me, me and my, my boys, boys like, like brew. They have a brew occasionally in each other's company. Okay, we might call each other bruh. It's not bro, wrong with that. It's not wrong with that. You know, like and and give give each Bruv. other a uh, uh, a dap and a hug for the right amount of seconds before we let go before it gets weird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly before, before it, gets it gets weird. weird. Right, so, right, 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 right. Like I think. No, yeah, no, that definitely tracks. Um. Okay, quickly, I want to do my quick, uh, in my defense, before we move on to the main event today. We got a juicy one. Yes. But my, my in my defense, yes. I thought of it. Um, I was watching a movie. So everything begins with memes, right? And I was watch. I saw a meme again from the mm-hmm. Met Gala. Not to bring this shit up twice. I'm, I promise it's the last time I'm mentioning it this episode. Um, but I just saw somebody... You're a fashion boy. I get I it. Okay. The little fits. It's it's mostly stupid. They, you know, they nobody follows the, the the theme. It's all just about celebrity <laughs> and it's corny. But I saw there's some good. You know, Mike. I'm I I, you know obviously our timelines get inundated with content around these these sorts of events. And I I saw somebody post um one that was a uh, uh it, like you know this this should have been what people wore to the American the American themes you know American vernacular whatever the theme was. Uh, and it was a picture of Warren Beatty <laughs> and this giant like fur coat that looked like it was made by killing three grizzly bears. It was like a fur coat that was like like had a fur coat on top of it. It was so big. I should t- I should send you the picture. Um, yes. And uh, and I was like, where that is sounds correct. From? Uh, and if I realized, you know, my Gen Z ass was like, oh, this is a famous movie. Uh, uh, and it's called McCabe and Mrs. Miller. It's like a movie from the early seventies. Um, it's directed by uh, Robert Altman for my film heads. Where you at? <laughs> I know the film heads listening to this podcast. Um, and it's 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 the coat is so good. And I was like, damn, I need to watch this movie. So and it's on HBO Max. Shout out HBO Max. <laughs> shout, out my, shout out my sister for paying for HBO Max. Um, mm-hmm. And nay pop. Uh, I just texted you this image by the way, Sequoia. And um, it's so good. And uh. <laughs> okay and and then i was and i watched this movie and i'm like wait warren Beatty is so good we talking about movies they don't make movie stars like the way they make this man he's so yeah he's so charming he uh his his timing is okay okay he's he feels like you know i feel like you watch a lot of these like white leading men in these movies now and it's like they're the same guy who goes to the same trainer and we and they look exactly the same way, the same jaw, and like Warren Beatty. Yes. Warren Beatty. Yes. All, all of the Ryan's are yes. like p- yes. taught in the same way, and they don't. They act in this very kind of like dry. Right. All the Chris's. There was like oh no, there's yep. a humor. There's a comedy. There's a there's a finesse to the way this dude Warren Beatty uh, was acting in this movie, and like it just was like really refreshing. I, I haven't seen a movie like that in a while, and and I was I like him because. Uh, Recently, 
Supreme put out this, you know, they put out weird little videos on their Instagram sometimes. They put out one where it's this dude in a deli. It was like an ad for mm-hmm. like a Supreme. I forgot what it was for. Like a Supreme, like something, like a like microphone. You know, they put up, they make random shit and just put Supreme on it. It was like a Supreme microphone or something like that. Of course, yeah, Walmart. And uh, and they and it's the dude is in a deli and he's like describe. He's like asking for his order for his like chopped cheese and he's like he's like yeah, put a little cheese on it, um, extra cheese on an extra beef and you don't make it. Make Make the cheese spread like love, um, you know. Put extra beef because I'm 280. Word to Warren Beatty, and I was like, why is this man talking about Warren Beatty in 2021? Um, and I was Warren like, Beatty. Really, he watched the same shit you did. He, he saw. Like, he yeah, saw the same shit you saw. Mr. Miller, I guess. Um, but uh, Tukoy, you see that coat? Isn't it amazing? My name is Tom Buck, and this is The Enthusiasm Project. Join me each week for deep dives exploring the world of what it means to be an independent creator on YouTube, starting your own creative business, and keeping a positive, enthusiastic mindset along the way. New episodes of The Enthusiasm Project are available every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. It's the, first of all, the coat is stunning. The actual photo, it's a good photo in general, but that is a good coat. It's and it is crazy. very American. It's very in excess yeah. American. And they put him on, yes. the, on like the matte red carpet with, and like they superimposed him onto the carpet. And I was like, wait, that, that would have been an amazing fit. Um, that would have been a move. But uh, yeah, no, the, the looks were overwhelmingly disappointing for the Met, for, for sure. I don't know what they thought the thing was, but uh, it didn't seem like, like nobody knew what the thing costume. was. So, yeah. yeah. Nobody had the guts. Very much. Nobody like, had the guts to strap up that velour, you know, um, juicy Matt. couture sweatsuit and get on that red carpet. It's from it's from American Lexicon, right? Because let me tell you right. what a nigga like okay. me would have worn. Yes, exactly. Juicy couture. Okay. No okay. Now a nigga like me wasn't invited to the Met because I'm not nobody. Nevertheless, but nevertheless, just pulled- know. Right in the, the, I in done the it. uptowns, okay, and the true religion jeans and the um Ed Hardy t shirt. All right, I would never wear Ed Hardy, <laughs> you know, that I would never do that. Um, you anti that seems like your thing. Maybe you would have worn the Ed, the Ed Hardy t shirt. I, I couldn't, no, it's not for me. Extremely anti Ed, um, extremely anti. What are those? That trucker hats? Oh, and I see that they're making a comeback right now, and it's actually giving me wow. anxiety in my chest. Know. You don't seem like a hat person. I don't. I don't generally. want the trucker hats to come back. I don't want those to come back. I want those to stay dead. I like hats. I I have mm. hats right over here. Okay, to to my left. Um, What's your opposition to the trucker cap? But no, I, I, trucker I, I, will, I, I should out myself. I like fell victim. Um, I got one off eBay, a little trucker hat, but I don't even be wearing it like that. I think I kind of regretted it after I got it. Um, but uh, what, what's your opposition? Oh no! <laughs> Why'd you order uh, off eBay? I wanted to get a, a real. I mean, like they're a, heinous a to me. One, that's like it. A, like a 2003 Justin Timberlake joint. <laughs> you know, it's only authentic over here. You know, <laughs> you are so funny. Yes, authentic. you wanted something authentic. You 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 right. wanted you, you needed to the the stock X exactly. uh, marker of authenticity club in for it. I get with, that. You know, uh, hot in here playing. You know, I wanted to. 
Right. And cigarettes because they was allowed to smoke indoors back then, just and just all types of the, shit. You wanted the, the whole lower shebang. back and those right. low-rise jeans. You know, I wanted I wanted all the all the the, the sensations. <laughs> Ooh, the sweaty and lower back and low-rise jeans really yeah. was disgusting. <laughs> what was that sounds disgusting. That was sweaty lower backs and low-rise jeans. You ain't never lied. Okay. That was a good in my defense. So that yeah, is what's his name? Warren Beatty. Warren what's his movies, name? Everybody. Right. Right. Okay. So y'all go do that. But okay. Moving forward, we wanted to introduce a new segment to you, <laughs> niggas. Okay. I say niggas loosely because I know a lot of non-black people listen to this. Niggas so don't niggas don't start calling yourselves that, please. Um, the new segment, Nick. You know what I mean? Niggas in code. Niggas at all. all. You know what I mean? Yes. Niggas in <laughs> yes. them. Yes. Niggas mm-hmm. and them. I like niggas <laughs> and them. That's probably what I'm gonna stick stick with. That's the one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the new the new segment, niggas and them, is mm-hmm. black people hate, mm-hmm. where we talk about where we talk about things that black people hate, but we kind of um, do it through a lens of current events yeah. happening in pop culture or the news in general. And this week for black people hate, what I think black people hate, black people hate. When their fave gets up in public and embarrasses embarrasses them, ask me how, how I know. Sequoia, how do you know when ask me your fave embarrasses you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From personal <laughs> experience, but this week we have one Miss oh, Nicholas Minaj yes. and yes. one Sir Aubrey Graham getting yes. up and embarrassing niggas. <laughs> Embarrass the barbs are hurt. The barbs are hurt, and the certified lover boys and girls. And everyone Wait, else me in are upset, the, okay? The and let me tell you why. The Nikki stuff I've heard, unfortunately. Okay, I'll feel. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll feel. I'll. Okay, you know the Nikki stuff. Okay, so Nikki is in hot water for a plethora of reasons. Um, one being marrying in, have to say alleged, just because you know. Although the podcast, you know, we're not professionals for real, but I say alleged in case Nikki try to come after me because she be doing that apparently, allegedly. Um, marrying an alleged rapist. And now, on top of that, intimidating the woman who he allegedly raped. Um, And also, while all of that is going on in her personal life, she then goes on Twitter and takes an anti-vaccine stance publicly. Okay? So, the barbs are in shambles. The barbs are really having a hard time. Their favorite is embarrassing them in public. (laughs) Uh, just, just a sweat up <laughs> and a vaccine. And a vaccine. <laughs> what? I hate you. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yeah. So she said the niggas' balls are swelling up and and all types of shit. Go go check it out for yourselves if y'all didn't see it. Miss Nicholas has lost her motherfucking mind because she talking about friends' balls swelling up. She she out here intimidating victims. Like I don't know what's wrong. Beyonce left him because of his big balls that was swollen. They were supposed to be getting married. Now they not getting married because niggas balls swollen. All type of stuff. Yeah, so that's Nicholas Minaj. You know, black people hate to be embarrassed in public. If it's you know how yeah. your mom always told you, don't go in the store and embarrass is. me. All three black people hate to be embarrassed in public, and Miss Nicholas is very much embarrassing. And then we have one Sir Aubrey Drake Graham, what do you do? and Aubrey one 
on his song TSU, there's a nice little credit to um one Mr. Robert Kelly. So that that oh. is that's making people that's raising some eyebrows. Does he interpolate an R. Kelly yeah, song? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Whoa. Yes. Yes. Yes, he does. Yeah. So so people are like, huh. Interesting choice. That's number one. And then number two, Mr. Aubrey Drake Graham, um, there's video evidence of him hanging out with Tory Lanez, playing a little what? basketball, getting his little Canadian basketball on with no one way. Tory Lanez. Okay, th- that that's 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 offensive. That's offensive. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the obvious one being Tory Lane shot Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Why is anyone hanging out with this man? Why is this man not under the jail? You know, we're anti-carceral, but if there's somebody who deserves to be in jail, it's that dude. Um, and and then two, period. Um, Tory Lane's just terrible at basketball. You've seen Tory Lane play basketball? Have you seen those videos? He's terrible. Why would you want him in a? Room? I haven't. Is he bad at He's it? Tiny. I didn't. He clearly is a ball hog. <laughs> He's tiny, yo. The difference in height yeah. in the video. If you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find the video eventually and send it to you, Jordan, because Please I thought me. it was a joke. Like I'm like, no, no, no. Uh-huh. He has to be like superimposed into the video or something, because Tory Lanez, he, the he height might, difference like, classifiably is classifiably be like a little person, right? And like, like no, for real, because uh-uh. I, because I know Drake is tall, but he's not like that tall. Right. I think Drake is like six one, maybe six feet six one. Like he's not crazy tall, and Drake looks like an NBA player. Tory Lanez looks like a small person, no legitimately, like just like just like a little person. Tory Lanez to play basketball with you. There's like I can't even think of like a legal. You know, there's like not. You know what I mean? There's no reason that he should even be there. Uh, damn, that's sorry, that's dark. Those are both dark. The R. Kelly thing is wild. I'm, I'm like, what? What song is he? Yeah. Why did yeah. I feel like you got to go out of your way to TSU? I don't know what song. So like Drake put out a statement about it. He said something like, "You can't even hear the R. Kelly sample," and it's like on a technicality oh, see, see, that he had to credit him and blah blah blah. But like my thing is, the song TSU is not even good enough for you to have included it whoa, with whoa, an whoa, R. Kelly whoa, 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 writing. You know whoa, what I mean? Whoa, like whoa, you put out this trash ass song. Um, I don't have to go on the record. What? The you like the song? But I don't dislike that song. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I this, do. This comes with the preface <laughs> that you know, every Drake song, especially the ones on this album, are incredibly patronizing and misogynistic. And um and like, you know, annoying or whatever. You just go like, I don't give a fuck. Um, but uh them beats kind of go crazy. Them hooks and the beats gotta go crazy. Them hooks, yeah. you know what? That's what, we, that's what you know what I mean. From anyway, that's why he's Drake. But um, I'm so confused by where, like, where this, where this R. Kelly thing wouldn't even come from. Where, like, what they, like, oh yeah, exactly. Just take, just take this. this sample yeah, out. I doubt we would have yeah. made much of a difference. Take the sample out. We would not have noticed. Yeah. It's a first of all, it's a 21 song album, I believe, an hour and 40 something minutes. You can stand to lose one entire song, Drake, mm-hmm. especially because that one didn't do nothing for me specifically. There's mm-hmm. like four hits on that record for me. It's the first one, Poppy's Home, um, No Friends in the Industry, and then the one with Wayne and Rick Ross, and mm-hmm. everything else. And like Two Sexy's fun too. So I guess five. But I'm like. The rest of this shit, you could have left all this at home. You could have left the rest of this entirety of this album at home. You gave me 21 tracks and five of them are good. Drake is bloated. It's tired. Leave it alone. We're tired of your streaming ploys. Get it out of here. And then on top of that, to include, to have to include an R. Kelly written by credit, 
and you thought that that was just cute and it was just gonna fly no nigga no intro that symphonic intro of the song is i guess the same intro that the kelly song so just get rid of the intro it's that simple just cut the intro. Cut the intro. Like it's really simple, but instead yeah. you said, "No, no, no, I'm gonna He's pay like, him. Art- I'm, I want to run him his, like his coin." Integrity of the song needed for what? Like he, of my, of my, of my song. The right. The, the artistic integrity of this Drake me. song. She didn't, didn't have to strip anymore. You know, like being someone's sugar daddy. Uh, oh my god! In the most oh patronizing, god. insulting way. Oh my god! Like Drake. Like Drake. You you could have kept it. So yeah. Oof, yeah, we hate, black people do hate that. Everybody's faves. Um, I, I can't even say on thin ice. Every, everybody's faves. Black people hate to be embarrassed in public, yeah, and, and y'all's faves are embarrassing y'all in public, Golly. and mine too. But he's been doing that for years. But y'all's faves are newly embarrassing y'all in public. Okay, and I know I hate that for y'all. I'm sorry to see that happen to y'all. Um, I would say wouldn't let that happen to me though, but that would be a lie. Mm-hmm. So that's that. On that, that's a new segment that we'll be having recurring Black People Hate. We will mm-hmm. talk about, you know, stuff that Black people hate through the lens of shit happening in the news. Let us know if you have thoughts, Let feelings about that segment. It. And, uh, yeah, I think we can move to the main topic. Jordan, do you want to intro now, it? Like, you know, it's just like the, you know, you know, that's the best thing that's here. Only, actually. Um, yes. And let's move into... Mm-hmm. Only that. Wait, before before you move on, Whoa. before you move on, I we I got an email, email, okay? Mm-hmm. And I am going to... Um, read it to you. So we have a we have right right we have a snail mail. So we have an email from someone who is suggesting a topic to us. Um, I probably won't be able to do this topic for reasons I don't know. Maybe I'll explain. But here's the email. Hey y'all, Sequoia. I think about this every time I hear you proudly claim your honorary Caribbean slash West Indian heritage. I always think to myself, Black people love being mixed from good hair, a term I vehemently detest and deny, and colored eyes. What the fuck is even is that? All eyes have a color, since one is brown, not a color. <laughs> to all the complexions in between, Black people love being mixed. Side note, hey Jordan, I've learned a few words just from listening to you speak, and I love that for Come me. Through Come through educated education. team. Come through private okay. education. <laughs> That's on Connecticut. That's on New Haven County. Come through private education. That's on Connecticut, baby. Okay? Period. So, uh, so yeah, I just, I was tickled. I was, this, this one really tickled me when it came through. The side note, hey, Jordan, I've learned a few words come from you, really tickled so me. Funny. And then come on, private education, I don't know. I thought it was funny. But, um, ugh, but yes, uh, probably not a topic we're going to cover. Uh, Black yeah, no. let's, let's, uh, go, go watch Passing, yeah. that new Netflix But movie. thank you, you for know. writing in. I appreciate you listening. <laughs> get, get that itch. Have you heard, not heard about this, Sequoia? Oh, no. Uh, it's coming out, I guess. Wait. Is that out? I okay. I haven't heard about it really. I I think I briefly saw somebody mention passing on Twitter, it's, but I didn't realize what they were talking a, about. It's an adaptation, and I was like, this, okay. This, 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 the whole I guess. story is kind of funny. It's an adaptation of this twenties novel by this like uh, Harlem Renaissance writer named Nella Larson, and um, it's about two women who grew up together in Southside Chicago. Both of them light bright. One of them decides to be a white lady. And one of them decides that she's going to go marry her black king mm-hmm. and move to Harlem. And then years later, their paths cross. And then they like and they have this weird little like love triangle starts mm-hmm. or something. Um, and uh, and but they the, the thing about the movie, though, that is funny is that they cast um, 
what's her name? Tessa Thompson and Ruth Nega, both of them, both of whom, neither of whom look like they could be white ladies, in my opinion. Because, like, I, th- I thought the whole thing, the plot hinges on them being kind of passing. And then, two, they don't. it's directed they don't. by this Ruth Nega, N-E-G-A. Right. Hold on. Let me look at Ruth. Actress. Who's Ruth? Ruth Nega. What's her last Nega. I see. Oh, you know what? She could and pass Tessa. a little bit more than, yeah, they, she could pass more than um, crosses over. Tessa. But um, the other sure. thing that's funny about this movie is that they uh got okay. this woman Rebecca Hall to direct it and Rebecca Hall's claim to blackness is that she's a white British lady who discovered late in her life that like her like granddaddy or like her great granddaddy was like half black <laughs> she's like actually Mm-mm. I'm like I'm like a 30 Mm-mm. second Stop. black so like You're lying. makes it actually really important <laughs> for this story to be told from my perspective she's like you're lying like, to me you're like, not being, you know, being honest rule, so you're like, trying really, to be like, funny right now right. it's like really like actually my entire bloodline is like polluted now at this point you know what you mean um <laughs> oh my god oh my god now my entire bloodline is polluted now <laughs> she's giving halsey she's giving halsey i don't know wow episode about being like mixed because uh I feel like the, yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory, you know, white supremacy and all that, you know, yeah. they, they did a number on us. You know what I mean? That delves into some <laughs> actual, like, like, some actual scars, right. not personally, right. but just that delves into some actual traumatic, Yeah, exactly. like, right, we're trying to keep yeah. it kind of like, you know, lightly light, yeah. we, we don't want to dive we'll into the mixed thing, but if you have any other suggestions, please, <laughs> please, we're happy, we're, we're open, our ears are open. <laughs> Yeah, wow right we'll, we'll let yeah, you know when we get ta coats um on the show and um, yeah but. until then yeah right 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 but yeah so anyways thank you for writing in but yes. yeah you want to move on to the um, segment of the day we we're talking about something near dear loud and fast um we're talking about america black people loving loud American muscle cars, specifically Hellcats. I just mm-hmm. want to point out that you said loud and fast, and that could be interpreted as the reason black people love it because Why? black people Why also can be described as loud program? and Why? fast Why sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, this yeah, wasn't a racist I, I, program. Yeah, I don't this know isn't why. a race. Oh, it, this isn't a safe place for racism. Oh, you know, <laughs> right, okay. I thought you. <laughs> I thought you speaking as Jamaicans was gonna be happy with the the fast okay, portion fast, of that. But okay, see, now we're doing puns. <laughs> we're doing you saying vault puns. Come on. <laughs> I'm done. I I'm done. <laughs> <clears throat> Y'all, I really tickled myself with that one. I did. Cats. Yes, <laughs> you heard it. You heard it. You heard us right. Um, that is the, uh, <laughs> Go for it. the Dodge car vehicle that um has become a, like a popular shout out in rap songs in the last like five years. Um, and you know, and I, and I, and I, there's you know, I'm, we're not the first actually to yes. to identify this you know why why dodges you know when they think of rapping you think of like uh 2000s rapping like you know recent rap it's always you know the g-wagons you know it's the maybach it's the it's the um lambo but like the like a, a mainstay 
within that same category is like you hear Hellcats and you hear Demon. You hear like all these like shout outs to Dodge, the like the the American car company made in Detroit. You know, like it's very strange. Um, and so, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we, we were we were curious about this. What is, what is up with that? You know, and like, and to name some prominent examples, there's that song that was popular on TikTok recently, Moneybag Yo and City Girls. Hellcat is the SRT. You remember that one? Um, there's Lil Dirt. There, um, Young Thug. Exactly. Vroom, vroom. Um, Pull up G Y six three. And then uh, <laughs> Kodak Black ZZ. He goes, pull up in the demon on God. <laughs> Um, he's I'm in a hell, I'm in a Hellcat because I'm a Hellraiser. He said I pull up in in a demon. Oh God, is that what he's saying? In the demon. Um, and oh. actually, uh, Pitchfork writer, oh. Pitchfork writer, um, Sheldon Pierce wrote a great article about this actually in in, in February 2019 about why Hell the Hellcat is a signature rap muscle car um and he he lays he lays out all these examples some of which we we just mentioned um and something that stuck out to me uh was that he he quotes um Lil Baby in an article from uh who Lil, like a profile Lil Baby from uh from Noisy in 2019 uh, 2018 and Lil Baby says if you're a young black dude from the hood you want to come through with the hood in a car that makes a lot of noise and and like the thing you got okay so I guess we should we should preface what this car is this car the Dodge Hellcat oh. um, is like the one of the performance like it's a performance grade street car it's like a, not a normal car it's like a car that has upwards of nine hundred horsepower like a, a type of car right. that no one really right. needs in their everyday life to do things you know what i mean like it's it's like a a, it's a it's a car that goes zero to 60 in like under four seconds or something like that Um, right right and uh and it's one of the most powerful you know has one of the most powerful engines of any like street legal car um and uh and uh, yeah i think they started making them they start this dodge like has kind of gone all in on uh uh, these these sort of cars in recent years, probably in part because of the popularity that they've gotten from uh, uh, from rap songs. Um, but like they started re- reissuing these like sort of cars um, in the late two twenty tens. I want to say um, it's a variation of the Dodge Challenger. The Hellcat is like is a special type of the Dodge Challenger. Um, and yeah, they started they they brought them back in in two thousand eight. So like this was like a classic right. uh, muscle car. Like it was like seventy early seventies muscle car and early seventies to early eighties muscle oh. car. Um, and then they and then they they disappeared. And you remember? I remember being in middle school and um, that Transformer movie happened. Uh-huh. And I feel like that was low key a big like turning point for these types of cars. Because remember Bumblebee is like a Camaro, and they Chevy had just brought back the Camaro. Yes. And so I think around the same time, Dodge was like, "All right, well, you guys bring back the Camaro. Yeah. We're going to bring back the the Challenger." Yes. And then so they brought back the Challenger, and then they started making um, these special versions of the Challenger right. called like you know the, the SRTs, which is I think street racing technology, is what is that stands for. Um, and it, and it's uh, yeah, oh. and it's um, oh, what? It's a uh, yeah, and it's and they like it's like the kind of souped up version of of the car, and and it's it yeah they're they're like they're demons as described, and so and then the demon is a whole nother. The demon is like the souped up souped up version of the of the Hellcat, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 
And that one, like, you don't want to be in that car. Like spacious. So you tell me niggas is driving around in a car. <laughs> niggas is driving around in a car called street racing technology. And they're not uh, automatically getting pulled over all the time. <laughs> like, I don't understand how you just drive around in a car quick. called street are. racing technology and not get in trouble. Um, like the, especially if they're like, yeah. Um, street, yeah, right. street and and racing technology is what it stands for. And it, it was it was a thing that they developed in 2011. Um, at at a at Doge at Chrysler, um, and yeah, it's it's um, yeah. So ba- that is all to say that these cars are unusual, and very loud, and very fast, and very powerful. So it makes sense that like you know, like at, like as Sheldon points out in this article, like yeah, I think at the end he, mm-hmm. he says, uh, I thought this was really kind of genius. He says. Uh, rappers aren't drawn to muscle cars just because of their specs, just because of you know how fast and powerful they are, but because they can out, um, because they can outperform other muscle cars or be, or can be models resemble the beast from the past. They're drawn to them because as a package, they signify a devil may care fearlessness, a firewalker's confidence. Like to drive these cars as fast as they do, and like and it, it it signals like you know I don't give a fuck, you know like um I'm trying to like I'm just. I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want to do, and I don't care if I like a hundred percent take right. off the side of the road in this thing. Like you know, I'm 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 living my life. You know, I'm 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 just I'm just going. It's it's very the fun. God, it is. Very it's giving boy. the fun. It's like, it's know, like the new version of the bad boy. Like we, we only street. I see. Um, blah blah blah. Yeah, they're doing donuts. Yeah. Um, and I think also like I feel like black people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jordan, wait, did I ever tell you, did I ever tell you about the time when mm-hmm. me and Garrick were, dri- I had to pee really bad, and we were driving home, getting off the exit, and onto the street, like, almost at his house, and we get stopped at this intersection because a gang of little boys what? decide that they're going to do donuts in the middle of the intersection for the next, like, 30 <laughs> minutes. I was so upset. Set. I was yeah. so upset. <laughs> I had to pee. Oh my oh god! My and these little bo- in, everywhere, in like traffic is backed up for miles. I'm like, wow. Police are useless. Oh, wow. We were, we were in in K Town in LA. Yes, we were like right by Garrick's house, <laughs> right in K Town. <laughs> And this this shit went on for 34 minutes. Like, it went on for so long. I was like, wow. (laughs) I'm just confused as to where my tax dollars are going, okay? Because I already don't condone the cops. But now, (laughs) now I have to pee. It is teenagers preventing me from peeing for a whole half hour because these niggas said they want to do donuts in the middle of the street. I have never, I already don't like teenagers. I hate teenagers. Huh? Garrick was Garrick was having a time of his motherfucking life. Garrick is outside of the car. Everybody's out of their cars at this point. Garrick is outside of the car in the front of the in the front of the intersection, looking at all this shit happening. I'm pissed in the car, telling Garrick, okay, "Okay, and when I pee in your car, you're gonna be mad. You're gonna be mad when I pee in your vehicle because you thought this shit was cute What's and you didn't want to run them over, like I said. <laughs> okay." <laughs> Just be, it's 
this, the streets are covered. In you know what I mean? You know, I I should have just popped um, the spot on the street and called it a day. Yeah, but see, exactly, ex- exhibit A. You know, like kids, true and, that. like little true black that. kids, little brown, black and brown kids love them a, a fast car, and I feel like it, it goes the first like you know. Also, it signifies like getaway cars. You know, like it signifies like you know anti-establishment. Um, like the f- cars were like one of the first like where I, I, of an early like fundamental tool of like lawlessness yeah. like in in like the early 20th century like i think i was reading uh, briefly like the the first like getaway cars were these these anarchists in france who were like in the, like 1911 robbed a bank in france and and used like early french cars to get away um and then <gasps> when, like oh, god the french are just on french, top of french, all things got anarchy got and revolution i am very pro the french um, my god acapone and them were were like they were using. I stand. Um, <laughs> Al Capone and, and uh, Co. Yeah. Al Capone and them. Yeah. Um, and them. <laughs> they were. Uh, they were. He had a famous like a green Cadillac that That's he all- like la- lined with um, uh, asbestos. Apparently, he lined the doors with asbestos. So when they got shot up when they were leaving, uh, running from the cops, it w- it would be like bulletproof. Stop. Um, what? Like cars, like cars signify this like this freedom you know this like no you know, i'm stuck like, on asbestos being bulletproof asbestos is like, bulletproof here, sort of i'm stuck um <laughs> apparently i was looking up asbestos uh but obviously we, we know not to use it anymore what remember when uh, people were finding asbestos in people's houses you remember that whole thing <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, i, I sure do that, that was uh, absolutely a thing that is not useful or helpful at all um <laughs> I do recall asbestos, <laughs> but but was my house bulletproof when the asbestos was in it? That's really what um, I need to know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's because um, I can live with asbestos if it means shots not going to get to me. Like I think of I think of like uh of um seventies like muscle cars. I really I really identify with like black people. You know, I feel like and at that time that was the aspirational thing. You know, like. You weren't the like having a European import was a mm-hmm. much rarer, uh, like thing to have in America. I feel like in the in the mid the twentieth century, you know, like people weren't driving around in Mercedes and 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 um European cars the way they are now. Um, so like the highest thing you could aspire to was like a Dodge Challenger, was like a you know uh Chevy Monte Carlo mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And I feel like that's something that like the generations now who are talking about this in their songs and whatever are have adopted from their like their uncles and their granddaddies and their, you know their dads, you know, is this like love of American muscle. Um and the name Hellcat. That's mm-hmm. very true. You know what? Drake has this I know but that's a very fun name. Like I I absolutely love the name. Like love that. Drake has this line where he says, I already wow. packed the garage, none yeah, of these shits is yeah, a dodge. Does. I said, Oh, he's throwing mm-hmm. shots at you niggas. He said he said, um, I would never do that. I would never do I would never drive a Dodge Hellcat. I would never drive oh, a demon yeah, or whatever fuck y'all be driving. Himself, none know. of these shits is a dodge. I said, uh, Ooh. Uh, but I mean that speaks to the ubiquity of the car, right? That like he that Drake would even like deem dimension it on a song is because he's like, yeah, I see you guys driving around in your little dodges. All of you driving around in your little dodges. <laughs> yeah, your little dodge. Right, your um, little dodge. That's essentially what he said. Your little dodges. Well, yeah, That's it's cute. Very, it's very fun. It's very right. Rebellious. It's very like 
reclaiming claiming space you know a, a display of virility having a loud fast car i mean you see so you see it in la you see it so much in new york too like i feel like having a car especially for dudes here is such a flex because you know we're, new york is such a public transportation city so to be like i got my own car you know i i, I like i can get around i don't i'm not out here taking the bus or taking the train like you other people you know with such a thing and so you see dudes with the loudest cars, the like loudest, fastest cars. Right. Um, <laughs> right. And uh and I yeah, it just feels like a a way to signify that, you know, I'm here and I got it like that. And you're gonna have to deal with me. Mm-hmm. See me, hear me. You know what I mean? See me, hear yeah. me. Right. You will feel me. You will, you know, hear me. All that stuff. I, I can appreciate that. And I do hear a lot of rap lyrics right now talking about Hellcats and whatever the fuck else. And so, it's yeah, that, 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 I see that. I see that it's pervasive to the culture. It's, it's having its moment. <laughs> but a, a stop. <laughs> oh, my God. The baby car, the, the the car that looked like the baby's head. No, I I really can't imagine it. <laughs> what a no! I hate PG Cruiser so much. But I was gonna say, are mm-hmm. yeah, like older generations of black people love a muscle car, like the Camaro. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really not a car person, and so I'm trying to pull something out of my ass right now. What is that other car? A Camaro, a Corvette. Is a Corvette American? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I okay. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Corvette's American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All those cars were like such a thing. Like, yeah, I've been on Cor- Corvette. That's my nigga. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. But that's like all that shit is such yeah. a thing. Um, in Long Beach culture, mm-hmm. like low riders are a thing, and I feel like a lot of the time they are American cars. They're usually Chevys. Um, yeah. Ti before he was off the deep end, he was always rapping about a Chevy. Um, yeah, American cars have been like a, a pervasive thing in Black culture, and that's really interesting. <laughs> seeing as seeing we don't as even like, like this we, damn country. We really never wow. Asked to be here. Um, hmm. No, yeah, I think. <laughs> I, I really never said I wanted to be here, like, but like that's but I, I fine. I remember noticing growing up in Connecticut, being around lots of Italian Americans, um, is that they the older like my old football coach, my old lacrosse coach, like they loved them a Cadillac. You know, like you know how the new Cadillacs look, like the the Cadillacs from the nineties and two thousand look kind of funny. You know, like they would still be driving these funny looking Cadillacs yes. because of the name Cadillac had such a, a cultural cachet to them growing up yes. in the 60s and 70s. You know, like they were like, oh, yeah, I have a Cadillac. And it's like that meant something 30 years ago in a way. It does yes. not mean that, the same thing now. Right. All yeah. things Cadillac. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like you said, it didn't matter what the body of the car looked like. It was mm. a Cadillac. And that's all that that was. The Cadillac Escalade, yeah. those original like car Cadillacs. The, like uh the convertible mm-hmm. ones yeah like yeah, wow cadillac really was uh, like a black cultural thing coach mac uh he had a big old escalade and i feel like he would like park it on the field just because like he'd be like he like like would take some equipment out of the back of it. it was like you didn't need to park it on the field you just wanted to park it on the field you know oh yeah take take the balls out yeah take the balls out we get yeah, back going let's go <laughs> just to be seen just to be like, seen why you, right why? <laughs> Yeah, go on, yeah, let's go, yeah. <laughs> let's go. Get, yeah, 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 yeah. Get out the back, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Right. So you little niggas can have something to aspire to. If you keep playing football, you can get this Cadillac too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, know, right. Y'all go clean this car too. Figure it out. The Hellcat, the Demon. That being said, uh, yeah, this is this has been a sponsored episode. Thank you, Dodge. I think for, we covered for, it. For I think support. we covered it. You know. You know. That being said, what? Right. Yeah. So when y'all see me driving my Cadillac next week, don't say nothing to me. Don't um, right. don't bring up this. Don't bring up that I ever said nothing about it. it like when you see me whipping my Escalade. I don't know we're, what to tell you. In the pocket it of is what auto. it is. You know, we're not, you know. Yeah, it's a coincidence, right. Sub, being subsidized yeah. by GM or Chrysler. You know, I don't know anything about Detroit. I don't know anything about detecting. I've never been to Detroit. I don't know nothing about Detroit, anything, you know. We're, we're not bought. Nothing like that. So this mm-hmm. is just me essentially asserting my, right. nothing like that. I'm just asserting my blackness and letting you guys know that I will have the Escalade probably next week. Um, right. That's not the Cadillac may or may not have gifted that to me. If they did, mind your business mm-hmm. because it's really not your business. And yeah, I think that's it. So Jordan, <laughs> do you have any final words for um, um, what I call no. them before? The niggas no, and them? Yeah, the niggas guys, and them. Do you have any final words guys, for them? Uh, shit, I'll go. Uh, invest yourself. <laughs> go, go immerse yourself in Hellcat culture. If you see some kids in an intersection doing donuts, go up to one of those young young chaps and ask them, "Hey, is that a Hellcat?" You know, and you know, you never know. The answer might be yes. The answer likely will be yes. Mm. Okay. So, uh, you mm. know what? That's that's mm. what I leave you with. Or, 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 if you see some little niggas in an intersection and you have to pee, you could. Simply pee in the middle of the intersection and stop everything that they're doing. You know what I mean? You might end up on the internet. I don't know. But you could simply pee in the middle that's of the intersection. An yeah. And and that's yeah, that's that's one of the that's one of the, the, the roles that you can take in that circumstance. But yes, thank you for joining us for another week, season two premiere episode. You know we are excited to be back. Um happy to bring you some new topics this season, some new segments, mm. some new guests. We're doing plenty of many of things, but more than anything, we appreciate you being here with us. And yeah, we can, you can, oh, oh, you know what? I need to remember to tell the girls all of our information. First of all, rate us on Apple Music, please. If you have the time and you're going to give five stars, go ahead and rate us. If you're going to give anything less than that, suck a dick, don't do that. Give us five stars, rate us on Apple Music. Appreciate that. Um... Yes, yes, a little. Yes, you're a little delayed too. Second, um, what is the second thing? Oh, you can email us at blackpeopleloveparamore at gmail.com if you have topic episodes, ideas, or if you want to tell Jordan that he has a great vocabulary, or if you want to tell me that you appreciate me for being, you know, lightly Caribbean you know what I mean not real not really not really but like a little bit you know what I mean then you're welcome to do that too <laughs> I won't even try the, the accent just because I'm not about to have niggas trying to attack me but yes and then or if you, or if you also watch... you can follow us on social media at okay I just wanted before you to plug social media or if you watch um, McCabe and Mrs. Miller no. uh, feel free to you know tell us how the experience was did you like the coat did look good and the film, you know, et cetera. You know what I mean? And the, you can reach us by DMing that us to us. You know, if you want to tell us about Mrs. Miller and her coat, you can DM us at BPLP pod across all you know social media platforms. And, you know, we'll get back to you. You know, the vibes. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Good talking to y'all.
again, you know, I've missed I've missed my my fans <laughs> so much in Panama. I know Panama <laughs> misses us. You know, I miss I know Bermuda misses us. That's another place where we have oh, an oddly Right. I know Mi Gente has been waiting for this, so um I'm happy to be here talking to y'all. I appreciate y'all listening. And that's Bye. it. Bye y'all.